Hey, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Coach Mickey, and you were on with Coach Mickey Mel and Friends. And Mel is still out a little bit uh, next couple of days. So thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you that are joining us for the first time, come on in and make yourself comfortable. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or whatever beverage you happen to be drinking in your side of the world. And for those of you, our circle of friends that join us on a regular basis, we are so glad that you do. And we appreciate the fact that you guys interact and stop by and visit with us through all of our social media and leave us your comments, your questions, and your suggestions and what you guys would like to hear. And uh, we love, love, love the fact that you guys are sharing uh, something good. Uh, We are seeing a lot more of those transpiring on all of our social media. And we love the fact that you guys have got something positive to share with us. So please keep those coming. And again, you can find everything on CoachMickeyMelAndFriends.com and you can find all our social media there. Uh, For those of you that do listen on a regular basis, you guys have been in kind of a treat the past couple of days because... We've had some of our circle of friends that have stopped by before and been part of our podcast. And I love the fact that uh, a lot of them do come back and we get to share more inf- insight and information with you guys. So without further ado, and for those of you that have listened and have reached out to her also in the past, I am so excited to have with me today, my dear good friend. And she is an amazing person. If you have an opportunity to take any of her workshops and work with her one-on-one, I highly recommend it. Thank you so much for joining us, Jody Moncrief. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm glad you're here. This is going to be fun. I'm excited about today's topic. I really am. Me too. Me yeah. too. Because I think this is something that everybody can benefit from, uh, regardless of whether it's in the workplace, in your relationship, uh, even just among friends or just, you know, dealing with people in general. So, uh, so I'm going to let you kind of share what you're, you know, you're going to share with us today. Okay. So it's something that we do every single day and it's called effective communication. So um, I put some steps together and I thought we could have some fun with this. Um, yeah. Num- yeah. Number one, um, <laughs> being present when you're communicating. Imagine oh. that maintaining <laughs> full, full eye contact how many of us communicate as we're running down the hall or we're um, on our cell phones or we're, you know, we're multitasking, we're eating, we're yelling, we're yelling at the dogs, you know, we're trying to communicate with our kids and we're, um, you know, doing it when it's not really with our undivided attention. So I think it's really important when we're communicating to make the decision to be totally present and set aside time to do this. I agree. Um, Yeah. I was thinking about, you know, uh, talking to my mom when I, when she's here at the house and I, I, I don't realize it, but I'm talking to her as I'm running down the hall. Right. And so she can't hear what I'm saying. Number one, um, and we need to connect with the people that we're communicating with, um, and really, really put some thought into that, really put some thought into that, put our, put our cell phone down, give our undivided attention and, um, just be present. That's, that's the biggest thing being present. And, uh, and then the second thing is setting the environment, 
So are we creating the best environment in order to communicate, you know, without music and TV and phones? And do we create a safe space without judgment, without taking things personally? We see moms yelling out the car to their kids about what they want them to do. You know, when they're dropping them off to school, um, they're not listening. They're arguing with their husband at the store. Um, be a director. Set the stage. How and where we communicate is so important. It's actually more important than what we say. It's easier to communicate when someone trusts us. And without trust, communication can be difficult. Instead of saying, here's a good one, because um, have you ever said to somebody, especially a husband, or actually anybody, we need to talk? <laughs> have you ever done that with yeah, somebody? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It scares the bejesus out of them, right? I've, <laughs> yeah. You know, just like, okay, well, can we talk now? Um, so here's, a, here's something that I've tried that works really well. Instead of saying, we need to talk, say, try this. There's something I'd like to run by you. Can we talk about seven o'clock tonight? Nice. That really works so much better than um, we need to talk. Yeah. Um, and do remember that what we say, you know, is it's more, more, excuse me, how we say it is more important than what we say. Um, the next step I put together, step three, body language and tone. So we talked about yelling at your kids, um, but what about yelling at our husband, yelling at um, our um, people at work? Is our tone angry or do we have our arms crossed? It's not very inviting. What tone are we using when we're communicating? And according to Albert Moravian's 73855 rule of personal communication, get this. 55% of what is being said is heard based on our body language. Wow. Yeah. 38 is heard based on our voice. 7% is content. Only 7% of the words we speak are being heard. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Yes. And then step four, use sound bites. Make an effort to talk in phrases or sound bites and pause and ask a question. Give time for the person to process your words. Slow down, way down, pull back. We can, what we can really do is reduce our words. Most of us tend to talk too much, talking fast or too much. No one listens to all those words. And the funny thing about it is we think if we talk a lot, we will be seen as intelligent. <laughs> and actually, it's the opposite, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I've, had, I've had experience with that with others. Um, even for myself, I speak very fast. And I mm -hmm. think my brain, uh, the words don't engage 
in my mouth that are coming from my brain. And I've caught that a couple of times, even in my podcast. And I know what I'm thinking and my, my thoughts are like five steps ahead compared to what's coming out of my mouth. And it's yes. not so jump. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll take responsibility for that one. <laughs> yes. and, and it's funny because um, especially in sales, you know, if you're talking too much, something's wrong. You need, we need to be listening and um, and we and we really do think that you know the more we talk the the smarter we look but that's crazy so here's a good one step five this is you Mickey um, active <laughs> listening active listening paying attention to the emotions this is you're really good at this paying attention to the emotions beneath the words you are hearing sometimes it's different and are we creating a response while the other person is talking. We must close our mouths. And what is it they need me to hear? What is it that they need me to hear? And when we interrupt, we're not listening. Interrupting is, of course, very rude. And what's really bad is I am a serial um, interrupter. And because I, like you, Mickey, uh, the words are in my head and I want to get them out and blah, blah, blah. So that's, I've gotten better with this, but um, that's something really seriously to think about. Um, step six, ask questions. How do we feel when we're not being heard? Yeah. You know, ask, what What do you mean by that? Or do I have this right? Blah, blah, blah. Or am I clear? It works well to clarify with a question Um, So you're saying, and we can't really ask too many questions, really. And it shows we are listening. Um, Step number seven, keep emotions out of your communication. And I think back on the old, um, I can't remember the show, but just the facts, (laughs) ma'am. What was that show? Oh, it was, oh my gosh. Um, FBI, no. Um, something to do with cops or something. Oh, like <laughs> I can see it. You know, I'll th- maybe I'll think of it before we end the podcast. If not, yeah, I'll yeah. text you at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just the facts, ma'am. Really try to keep your emotions. And I know this can be really hard, but stick to the facts and leave out the emotion, you know, and it, you know, it takes practice. It really takes practice. Um I learned this um, when I was in a, when I was a supervisor and I would write up my, um, my um, people that uh, worked for me and I had a lot of emotion and my boss would say, leave the, the emotion out of it. Just take the facts and it takes time to learn how to do this. And the interesting thing about it is no one can argue with facts, right? Yeah, true. So, okay, here's my favorite one. Have you ever um, sent an email or a text and everything inside of you said, don't do it? Everything inside of you screams, don't do it. You need to talk to him. But you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to deal with this. I'd rather just, um, you know, send it off and then blah, 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 blah. And then guess what? It backfires. It backfires and somebody misinterprets our, um, our voice in it or our, um, you know, cause there's no voice in text or email. So, and then they get ticked off. Um, 
I'm telling you, pay attention to that feeling or thought. Um, in certain situations, we must call or set up a meeting instead. And yes, and this is coming from experience here. Yes, it could take longer or be, whoa, be uncomfortable. But deep inside, we know these conversations that we shouldn't be texting or emailing. You know those ones, yeah, Mickey? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. It's true um, because I think a lot of things can be misconstrued through a text message. Plus, you can use the exact same words and read it a completely different way or say it a completely different way, and it has a total different meaning. No, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I agree Absolutely. With you. And even the emojis can be misinterpreted. Um, yeah. Um, but that back, that backfires and sometimes that's really ugly. So, you know, we risk being um, or we uh, avoid being uncomfortable and think, oh, it's just easy. You know, this is easier. But boy, in the long run, it just really um, upsets the apple cart and really ticks people off and can end up in, you know, not so nice situations. Yeah. So that's my eight steps for effective communication. I love it. I love, I think these are really powerful. They really are because it, regardless, again, whether it's in a relationship or at work or, you know, just dealing with people in general, so many of these tips, excuse me, can be applied, you know, to help you get through just even every day. Um, I want to back up on a couple of them because a, a couple of things were coming through that made me think of, um, a couple situations that could really be in, impactful and, and help you as an individual and the clarifying what someone has said, you know, communication with the words you say and how you address it and what you say is really important. Like you said, and the body language. Um, however, I also think there's an element of how you hear things, you know, are you listening or did you just hear it? And, and I know yeah. in the past when I have been, um, having a conversation with someone, two things have occurred. They've heard something else that was not what I said or not what I meant. And I think, and vice versa, I've heard this, I've heard things that I know was not clear or I thought they meant something different. And so to clarify it and repeat it at least solidifies how I should be feeling about it based on what they really wanted to to get across. So I really think that that clarification is really, really important because I think a lot of conversations drag on because oh. something happened, something was said 10 minutes earlier and your, your brain is still stuck on it or your emotions are just still stuck on it. And you never heard anything else past that. You know, it takes, it's, it's, it would help to clarify that and get over that first. Um, just yeah, my two cents on that one. <laughs> that's a good point. And the other thing about asking questions, like people think it's the total opposite. So people think, oh, she wasn't listening. And that's why she's asking the question. No, she's listening. She wants to make sure that she got the right, um, you know, response out of it or uh, what you were trying to, uh, the point you were trying to get across. But I think asking questions, sometimes we think, oh, we're going to look stupid because we're asking questions. But you know what? In I can't think of anywhere that questions, you know, asking questions is not a good thing. It's a great thing. Yeah. My grandmother used to say there are no stupid questions, no matter what it was about. She said, there, are, there are no stupid questions. Yeah. And I think that's really important. Um, the other one that you brought up too, that is uh, really important, especially in this day and age was the very first one was being present in the communicating. 
and and it's very frustrating and and I've got uh I've got some some people individuals you know in my everyday life where I'm trying to have a conversation and their face is either stuck in the phone or the computer and they're going yeah 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 or they they answer me I go back and do something or like two days later, you know, I'm saying, okay, we're doing this or that. Well, well you didn't tell me. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. You know, and, and it's a, you even answered me, which is even more frustrating, you know? So it tells me one of two things, either one, you're not interested Two, you don't care or three, you know, you, whatever you're doing is so much more important than what I have to say. So, Absolutely. you know, and Absolutely. yeah, so I think that, so getting that undivided, you know, undivided attention and my, uh, my son and I, we do a, we do a thing together because we sit back to back from each other and actually he's getting ready to leave, but, um, for college, oh, but in what your we office. do yeah, yeah, in our office. So what we'll do is he'll be working on something or I'll be working on something and he'll he'll go to say something or I'll say something and we turn around and tap each other on the shoulder, which means I need your attention. Mm-hmm. And then we 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 both decide to say, hang on a second, let me finish what I'm doing so I can turn around and, and speak to you. You know, so we've acknowledged each other's needs. You know, yeah. of the and I say needs based on the conversation, yeah. and we have addressed the time frame where it's okay. Just let me finish what I'm doing instead of just spewing out and it gets passed by. So I think there's there's a lot of uh, ways to communicate. It's a matter of getting the other piece, person to engage. Yes, and I think you made a good point because it's it doesn't matter what side you're on. You know you. It, you can be the one that's initiating it or the one that's the listener being present, being present yeah. is the most um, important, important thing. And we just, you know, the whole thing about um, multitasking and, you know, and you know what, it's really irritating when you're talking to somebody on the phone and they didn't tell you ahead of time that, you know, they really have to eat while they're talking because they have to go to into a meeting. They just go, <laughs> And you're like, oh my gosh, can't you hear this? That you're, you know, being totally obnoxious through your sounds. Um, Because if you do have to do that and you have time, I mean, you have such little time, but you need to communicate. um, The nice thing to do, of course, is just say, do you mind if I eat my dinner while we're talking? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's well, just consideration. I yeah. also like number two, also setting the environment. Um, there is a, there is uh the native Americans used to do it. I can't forgive me. I can't think of the word. It's not, it's escaping me at the moment ritual that they mm-hmm. would do that in the tribe. What they would do is they'd all sit around. And if there was something that was transpiring that they all needed to be heard, they had what was called a talking stick and whoever was ever holding the talking stick had to be able, they were the one that could do all the speaking. And until that person was done and they got, a, they got an allotted time and then they'd hand it off to somebody else, but out of consideration, Everybody in the tribe got to be heard based on, uh, you know, their time frame holding that stick. Um, and here's here's something that could be used maybe in modern day. And again, just as I'm thinking of this, it set a timer because, like you said, a lot of times we want to get out what we need to say or we want to capture what was being said at that time frame so you don't forget it. Um, however, I think maybe putting a, a timer on your phone that's for two minutes and you give that person an opportunity to 
say what they need to say, you know, maybe write down a couple notes, you know, just, just so you don't forget what you were going to address and just to have more powerful and insightful communication and then vice versa. Once that person's done, they have to be considerate enough to give you that opportunity in return. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really think in this day and age, our communication skills have really lacked um, because everything is so quick and fast paced and we think we have to accomplish stuff. And really a lot of the things that entertain our, our brains at the moment really can wait <laughs> for some more of the boring yes. things. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, I want to say that you just gave me um, an idea for step number nine. And that is don't be a time hogger. <laughs> How <yeah>. many times <laughs> is that the worst? Yeah. You're you're at um a meeting or you're with girlfriends or you're in any kind of situation and there's that person that just has to hog the whole, you know, the whole time frame and thus not leaving time for others. And sometimes it's because they go into too many details that they, you know, unnecessarily, you know, we don't need to know the color of the, blah, blah, and the, you know, what time the thing was, you know, just get, you know, just the facts, man, just get to the, get to the meat of it. But that's another one. Don't be a time hogger. Yeah. Yeah. Or lecture. You know, yes. I've, oh, I have been yeah. around people. It's like, oh my gosh, like you had said something about thinking that if you had more information, you know, that it makes you more intelligent. And, yes. you know, by saying a lot of, a lot of things, what yes. is it? Less is more. And yes. oh my gosh. And I've been around, I've been around individuals where, and, and in my head, all I'm thinking, and I know this is going to be horrible, but in my head, and you guys are probably thinking the same thing. I just want to go shut up. Yes. <laughs> just shut up for five yes. minutes so I can process what you said, or at least give me an, give somebody else an opportunity to respond. You yes. know, someone, yeah, no, I, yes. I think that's a good or, one. Or, uh, are you hearing yourself? Can you hear no, do you yourself? like the sound of your own voice? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is, well, this has been very insightful and I, I really, Love these. Um, these are, are great tips and you have some incredible, um, programs that you facilitate. Uh, and I know you do one for self worth and, uh, a couple other ones for building your business. And I mean, I know you've done multiple and I know you're always evolving and offering things. Um, I really highly recommend for you guys as a circle of friends to reach out to Jody. Um, you can do it all through Zoom too, right, Jody? Yes, we have workshops um, um, through Zoom. I can do anywhere in the United States, or actually in, internationally. My main program I'm working with right now is Reclaiming Your Self-Worth. Mm. Nice. Yep. That's nice. And for you guys that would like to reach out to Jody, all of her information will be embedded into the podcast and you guys can click on the links uh, down in the description and uh, that'll give you guys an opportunity to reach out to her. And uh, yeah. And also if you guys would like to hear more from Jody, uh, go to some of our past podcasts. Her name will be right up in the, in the description and it'll give you guys an opportunity to see a couple more things and get a little bit more insight. But um, it has been so much fun. Thank you so much for coming Ooh, on and sharing all this insight. I love it. This, Thanks this for is a, having me. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, so I, I love these steps. I think they're great. And I would love to hear from our circle of friends um, if you have implemented any of these or if you found yourself uh, being one of these people that you needed to, uh, you had an epiphany and an aha moment. I know I did. 
<laughs> and I know, I think this, this is great. It gives us an opportunity to uh, really connect. And uh, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks, Vicki. I'll see you, you soon. Got, oh, I see. I interrupted. I'm sorry. Go ahead and say that again. No worries. I said, I'll see you soon. It's hard <laughs> when you're on, um, you know, voice to voice and you can't see each other's body language. So don't worry. No worries. My gosh. See you soon. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being with us. Again, we look forward to hearing from you. Hopefully Mel will be back. Keep her in your thoughts and prayers, please. Uh, She's struggling uh, emotionally with some of the things that are happening in her life, and rightfully so, uh, losing a family member. Uh, But for those of you that would like to send her a quick note, go ahead and put that up on our social media. I know she'd love to hear from you guys. And also, um, yeah, please keep connecting with us and keep your suggestions coming. And again, we are just ordinary friends trying to live an extraordinary life. We look forward to seeing you soon and we will see you next week. Bye. This episode was brought to you by keeponsharing.com. They're calling themselves the first truly ethical social network. They'll share back 50% of their revenue with their users, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's free to register and they never sell your information. You can list your products, events, and content for free. Adult content accounts, be gone. They're fun, positive, and encouraging sites supporting local business. In a day and age where social media sites, even well-established ones, are being brought to light left and right for their questionable and sometimes downright archaic business practices, KeepOnSharing.com is a well-needed breath of fresh air. While you can share personal content, news articles, or just about anything for fun and profit, the marketplace allows practically anyone to sell anything at any time from anywhere. But on this site, you are the boss. I cannot express how amazing it is that KeepOnSharing.com shares 50% of all revenue back with the users on top of having a truly transparent, supportive, and clean business model. Check them out. I'm signing up. Will you? Go ahead and meet me on there. Just go to keeponsharing.com. A link will be provided in this episode's description. 